Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I just messed up a stick a sticker application. Uh, it's gonna be rough. Well, that sounds awful. And this microphone's all the way over here. Well, then bring it up closer. You got plenty of room. I'm straight up nervous about the health and well-being of this table. Why? Because. There's a wobble situation. I will fix that. Yeah? Yes. Yeah? It's new. Okay. I'm trying to uh, nest. I feel like we're we're stressing this table out. I don't think we are. I think you're just... Do you think maybe I am transferring some of my feelings to the table? Maybe. Do you think some? maybe I'm bringing some of my own personal feelings to the table? Maybe. But I think that maybe you should uh, just chill the fuck out. I want to say Merry Christmas and welcome to welcome to our podcast. Read the sign, bitch, you're home. When you're here, read the sign, bitch, you're home. And uh, and we've done it. And Zoya has rearranged this room to make it a. It seems like one of those multi-trillion dollar podcast experiences, extravaganzas. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but... Well, you got us a little table that is not equipped to hold everything that we do to maintain a certain level of quality the diligence on the podcast. Okay? I see everything that you normally use on this table. I see London. I see France. And we can go back and forth all day. And your underpants are over there. My underpants are over there. Sometimes things make it to the dryer and sometimes things make it towards the dryer. That camera's a little too bright and that's going to mess me up. But maybe that's something that Drake can handle. That's just me being a SD. No, that's not what you do. Okay. You see the little turnabout on the top left? This? Yeah, maybe turn it down. Which one does that do? Does that close her up? No, we're going to make a big... Yeah, keep going. Lean more. And I think we're good. And That's nice. God, I love when things are properly exposed. And that brings us to our topic of the day. How to properly expose yourself to the world. A lot of people improperly expose themselves to the world. And yes. let me tell you, that's going to come back to get you nice. That's going to come back and uh, bite you in your exposed ass. All of your unsolicited dick pics are going to stop you from having happiness one day. Did you know that? Yes. Um, And that's something that's uh, coming down the pipe. How do you... I've never thought about this before. How do you take an unsolicited picture of your your Dalak? You take a picture of it. No, no, no. I know how to do it. And then you send it off. Wasn't done. Um, and then send it off and think that that's that's that. That's that. I don't know what what people think or why people think that that's remotely okay. Mm. I just don't get it. I don't I don't think I'll ever understand it. Welcome to the show. Today was is an important day for me and my wife, Zoya. Zoya, welcome to the show. Why is this an important day? Because we've had a podcast for some time. Mm-hmm. 
that has been somewhat based on our um, relationship to coffee. We wake up, coffee fuels the show. Yes. And now for the first time in my young career, mm-hmm. man, if you lean on this table the wrong way, I feel like we're gone over. We're not going over. Okay. Um, we have been presented with the opportunity to co-brand a flavor of coffee. Yes. So four or so flavors of coffee was sent to us and we're in the tasting period. If you... Uh, have watched Shit's Creek. It is not unlike the episode where they make the Myra Rose. Only yeah. everything we've had so far is good. Yeah, it is pretty good. This one's a little bit sweet, uh, but I don't really hate it. I asked. So it's important for me to get this right because if we're going to put our name on something, it's got to be good. You're one of the original coffee girls on yeah. the internet. Yeah. I don't know any other coffee girls on the internet. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put the coffee girl stamp of approval, the CG st- est of P on it. Yes. You're going to want it to be nice and good. Yeah. And not to say that this isn't nice and good, but I was so excited. I grinded beans fresh. fresh. I got mountain water from our mountain, mountain water dispenser. dispenser. Thank you. Yeah. It's a rental. It's very cost efficient and very nice. Um, it's like living in an office. Yes. It's like living in the most popular part of the office. So uh, we, it was very important to me to get your first thoughts. Mm-hmm. You sip it, you zip it, you sip it, and you zip it. And I think because first impression, especially when I get it, I get, thank you, Zoe. Zoe. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. What's worse, this or when I accidentally blast the looping thing? The looping thing is always worse. Well, that's what you're doing is spit related. So I'm not. I'm just. Yeah, zip it. So, um, yeah, Okay. Well, you might not need me for the rest of this one. I just thought it was important to get your first fucking response to this coffee because there's a lot riding on it. Yeah. And when I first sipped the coffee, Mm -hmm. I wrote down, it's incredibly smooth. It is smooth. It's not overbearing. It's a nice medium roast. I said, it's a nice medium roast. It's a good companion to your morning. Yeah, it really is. And then I delivered a cup of coffee in bed, husband of the year, to Zoya, my wife. Like he does most days. And I said, Zoya, it's so important to me to get your first um, interaction, to capture your first uh, response to this coffee, your emotional guttural response to the coffee. And what did I say? Before you said anything, I said, it's a medium roast. I said, it is apricot. Shortbread, pineapple candy. Mm-hmm. That's the mix. Yes. Squad goals. Yes. And you said, I'm getting hints of raspberry and dairy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Come on. That was not funny. You didn't find that funny. He totally did not find that I funny. I did not find it funny. No. Because when I woke up this morning mm-hmm. and I tasted this coffee, I said, okay, taste buds and my mind and my heart, most importantly, time to go to work. Right. I said, we're in work mode. 
But we weren't. Which is not unlike fl- the flip mode, flip mode squad. squad. And when you flip mode squad up with <laughs> apricot, uh, the other shortbread. ones I said, shortbread. Pineapple. Pineapple candy. You got to be, you can't come out with observations like, I'm getting some raspberry in there. Raspberry's not That's invited. not the only thing I said. You also said dairy. Yes. Which is. Shortbread has dairy in it. Does it? Does it not? Come on. I don't know. I'm about to find out. How do you get dairy into a bean of coffee? The dairy is the creamer. I put creamer in your coffee. That is the dairy. The bean, coffee bean hold no dairy. Hold none. Uh, No part of a coffee bean, unless a chicken eats a coffee bean, has anything to do with a chicken or milk or eggs until you introduce them. You as the human being have to introduce coffee to eggs and dairy. Yes. Which we've done. Yes, we have. But I guess it was less important for me to find. I didn't say, hey, Zoe, what do you think is in this? Right. I said, what do you think of it? I think it's good. If I asked you what you thought of that computer behind you, you wouldn't say glass, screen, mother, hints of motherboard. Plastic. You would say that's a cool Plastic, computer. Gray. Some glass. It's important to wear sunglasses when you go to the beach. <laughs> anyway, we have three blends of coffee yes. to get to. Yes. So you can't rank these among the others just yet. We haven't tasted the others. No, today was the first taste test, guys. But I'm going to ask you one more again. Zoya. Uh-huh. What did you think of the coffee? Um, so I like the coffee. It is smooth. It is a nice, like you said, companion to the morning. I enjoyed that. Um, I think that the second pot of coffee is a little bit smoother. Um, why would the second pot of coffee be smoother? I don't know. I think, uh, getting used to it. We've been drinking another brand slash flavor of coffee. I feel like it's been a little bit more bold. So it was even smoother than the first cup, which was ultra silky smooth. Yes. And I also made it. What does that have to do with anything? If you add the same amount of coffee and same amount of water to a machine, how does that change? What does that change? I think I put just a little more, a little, a half a scoop more in. Of what? Of the coffee? Mm-hmm. And that did what to it? It just made it nicer. Do you want to try it? Try it. Try it, Mike. Try it. Hey. It's so smooth. It really is. It's it's nice. It's uh it's really I'm getting hints of raspberry. No, you're not. No, I'm not. No. No, I'm not is the answer. I am excited though to try to do like a taste test of all of them. This is it. Yeah. It's already started, baby yeah. girl. Yeah. If a five was mm. the best cup of coffee. Do you remember the best cup of coffee you've ever had? My God. Can you, is there I've any had some particular really good, place? I've had some really good coffee in Canada. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I've had, mm, mm-hmm. I've had uh, good coffee in Switzerland. Okay. On the scale of, let's say five is your, the best cup of coffee you could remember having. And where does this fall on a scale? One is the worst cup or zero is the worst cup. I'd say like a three and a half. Three and a half. Uh-huh. So we're going to go three. Zoya says three and a half. I don't know. I, I feel like some people don't like um, like a fruitiness in their in their coffee. Here's what. Yes, I agree with you. But here's what we have to. I think our brand of coffee is what we like. Right. And then if we put our stamp of approval on something. That's going to be, this is what they like. Mm -hmm. You could order that Mm -hmm. and decide that you don't like it. Mm -hmm. And that'll be a thing that makes us different and sells us less bags of coffee. Yes. But rest assured Mm -hmm. that if we put our name on something, it's going to be a cup of coffee that we like. And if you don't like that, we need to order separately. We'll never be able to say to Mike and Zoya's, please. You know what I mean? That's true. It will be a cup of coffee that we decide is the best out of the four. Well, what together. I think is weird though is that we're even gonna have like a like coffee. Do you not want that? No, I think it's fun. I think it is fun too. I'm having fun. I am having. I'm worried about how so stressed out fun. you're getting about it. I'm not stressed out about. I it. I need you to calm down. So I keep seeing like the timer on that, and I think it's on the uh, on the screen of the the computer, and, but it's not. Which I thought was funny. Do you see like the countdown? No, you don't need to move Can we it. finish this goddamn question? Okay. Uh, yes. It could process? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. What's I'm going to say this cup of coffee mm. is 3.8 because it's almost a four. I think there's the aftertaste stays with you a little bit. It does. Which is not the worst, but also not the best if you want that. When mm-hmm. I think... This aftertaste is staying with me. I'm like, that's my breath. Well, yeah. I mean, while you're drinking it, sure. But like after the fact, and you have a little bit of water. Do you want to be morning friends with someone that you it has no effect on your day for the rest of the day? Or do you want to think about the person you hung out with first thing in the morning for the rest of the day? Is I think the question we need to ask ourselves. Well, I think you're hanging out with whatever you put in your mouth for the rest of your life because of masks. Okay. Fair. At least for the time being, I'd say yeah. that was a fair assessment. Okay. So. so this is also a cup of coffee that you wouldn't mind smelling in your mask for the next maybe hour and a half. Hmm. The aroma's nice. It is. First thing that hit me was I opened up those beans and I was like, uh-oh, bathe me in it. Yeah, it, it's really, it really is a good cup of coffee. So I'm going to say 3.8 out of 5. Okay, that's fair. Will you write the, the one that we did? That was the first thing I wrote. Okay. What makes you think the name of the coffee and the facts about the coffee that I read to you have been written down? You know, and that's kind of where I'm at production value wise. I've been had this written down. Can we talk about. That was me. That was what I sounded like this morning. Talk about whatever you want, Zoe. 
Talk about talk about it. So this morning I had asked Mike for something and he comes over and <laughs> says something along the lines. Of, so far, you have left out 80% of the story. What were we talking about? I was trying to get to that. So I could tell you what led up to the thing yes. that you want to talk about. Yes. Zoya was, and I hope you don't mind me saying so, on the potty. And you had asked me for something mm-hmm. in your regular, I'm right next to you voice while I was across the entire apartment, which is down a hallway. Which I had no idea because I thought he was in this room because <laughs> I heard him banging around in here. Even if I that. was in a room next to you through a wall, you would ask me in your regular touching shoulders voice. I mean, you have voice <laughs> volume modulation difficulties, I think. Okay, keep going. Because when we're in let's call them dangerous situations, okay. Your voice high up. High up. Up onto the mountain. <laughs> this voice goes to 11. When we are in comfortable uh but distant situations, you're talking about uh-huh see this is one of those this is one of the first ones this falls into the first category so mike is yes. like comes over and he's like i couldn't hear you because i was in on the complete other side of the house yeah. so i'm in the kitchen mm-hmm. doing setting up the coffee mm-hmm. probably writing down what it is mm-hmm. and i hear <laughs> and i say what what are you saying? And then I come to you and you ask me in the same tone of voice, but now it's clear because now I'm, we're within feet of each other. Mm-hmm. No need to social distance when you're in love. And then you said what you needed to say. It registered to me. And I said, Zoe, you can't ask me things in your regular, normal talking voice when I'm across the house. Right. And then you went like this. No, because then you made a comment about me and uh, you said something along the lines of you just hearing me have my sassy tone on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I asked you what you said because what I heard was across the house, right? And then I said, did you just ask me something from across the house in your I'm right next to you voice? And it went from to and I said, I didn't even hear the words. I just heard that attitude that you had. Yes. And And he turns around and looks at me and I just said, (laughs) out, not even a word. And you know what that is? Not only are you upset with me for being obnoxious and sarcastic, uh-huh. but there's also a part of you that's like, Motherfucker. that's exactly what I yeah. <laughs> Fucker's right. And that's what being married is like. Yeah. Yeah. It's that every day. It's a lot of being married is this conversation. Hey, do you know where I put this? Oh, it might be over here. What? It might be over here. Oh. It's half and half that conversation, Uh 
and what do you want to eat? That, yeah. And those are really the only, if you're prepared to um, have that, those two conversations every day for the rest of your life, you're good to go. I would say propose to whoever you're what with. What do you want to eat tonight? I hadn't even thought about it. I don't know, unless we're going out somewhere, like it's an anniversary or date night. Um, I don't think about what I'm going to have for dinner at all. There's mm-hmm. no part of me that thinks about that. Mm-hmm. I eat lunch when I feel like I'm in danger of passing out. When you're hangry? Yes. Yes. Man does my food intake and blood sugar levels affect my mood. Oh, as it should for most people though. Yes. But my family has a thing where that was always, it had such a big effect on my dad's mood. And I was always like, that's a little, even when I was younger, I was like, that's a, you're being a little obnoxious. And then as I got older, I'm like, I'm no, I might be quieter, but I'm no different. No. The tolerance level is the same. You are no good when you are hungry. You call my dad no good when he's No, I am not. <laughs> but when you're, you when you get to that point, you get like, <laughs> I'm going to say it and it's probably going to cause an argument later. <laughs> Do it. We could, let's have an argument now. I think people would enjoy that. You become <laughs> like an asshole. Soy. <laughs> I'll take it. Defend your, state your case. I just, I, there's nothing that you can say to you (laughs) or do for you. Prime example. Uh Uh-oh. Specific examples uh, is no good for me. Yeah. No, the day of your birthday and we were trying to get food. Oh dude, your, this is going to cause a thing later for sure. Yeah. Go ahead. And you were so cranky and I was just trying to figure out like what, to do for you. I Uh was willing to go anywhere else except for the place that we had chosen because there was a line so goddamn long that we couldn't figure it out. Yes. And then I was trying to order online and just go and pick it up. And Uh my phone had no service because of where we were. Yes. And you were just like, just go. Yes. Because here's what's going on in my mind. If we're already in a strike two situation where plan A didn't work out mm-hmm. and now plan B is failing, mm-hmm. I would rather just go and keep going towards our house mm-hmm. where we know we have food and we know we're going to pass other options on the way there mm-hmm. than to sit in a parking lot where things aren't working and continue to have them not work. Mm-hmm. So just go gets you out of fucking with your phone and gets me Closer to where the food is going to be, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. I don't think that's an asshole situation. (laughs) You were, you were a bit rotten and I was just like, it's his birthday. It is my birthday. Don't. You can't be an asshole on your birthday. Don't. It's my party and I'm going to be an asshole if I want to be. Yes. You're a hundred percent right. And I was just like, don't even, I was like, he's hungry. Do not take this to heart. Don't. But my problem, what my beef, as it were, if we could stick with a food-related pun intended, was not with you. No, it wasn't. And I wasn't mad at you. So I will, let's go, let's do the self-awareness thing. I'll say yes. 
I was, I have asshole tendencies. I, when I'm, excuse me. I have asshole tendencies when I am hungry mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. As a lot of us do. Yes. This isn't about a lot of us. This is about me. Yes. But I, because of my, how I observed my dad being, I knew that he would get in more fights with my mom about nothing when they were hungry. So I said, I'm probably going to take on a lot of these traits. Yes. So I'm not directing it towards anyone. Right. And that's, I think where Mikey gets a pass because Mikey gets a pass was my favorite Shel Silverstein poem. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I, I don't put it on a person, but I do realize that you're the person, you're the only other person there. So you got to deal with it. Yeah. So that's where it becomes a situation. Well, what was, what was fine is that, you know, like we got back on the road and I was just kind of quiet and I ended up, you were like, I think I'm going to take a nap. And I was like, okay. And he stayed asleep for almost the entire ride for, until the last 20 minutes. And then he found yeah. the place that we wanted to go. And that line was out the of control. Dude, chi- every Chick-fil-A I've ever been to is like... Why does a- Chick-fil-A have a line to the goddamn moon? Everyone wants it. Why? I don't know. Because it's not horny like... For it. It's good. Yeah. But it's not like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's not that good. Should have done KFC. I would have been... I told you, I've been jonesing for a bucket of KFC. Oh, I don't remember the last time. time I ate food out of a bucket. Yeah. Maybe that'll be tonight's... uh do you want to get KFC tonight? Yeah. The weekend is kind of when we throw all caution to the wind dietary wise. Well, weekend. It's I had still cake my for weekend. breakfast twice. <laughs> my friends got me a cake on my yeah. birthday that uh-huh. said, happy birthday to one horny boy. They made somebody at a bakery spell horny on in beautiful calligraphy on a cake with frosting. Yes. Sugar. And the I Susie had a piece. Cakes. Susie Cakes. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Yeah. What a beautiful yeah. cake. They had a really good chocolate cake. I've had a lot of it. One gave- slice for breakfast yeah. this weekend. But now we're back on our shit and you're telling me Monday. It's still my weekend. A lot of our life is centered around <laughs> Zoya, I think. Zoya centered. Why why Zoya wouldn't it be? Why life. wouldn't it be? I mean, Can we we talk about a project that I'm taking on? Let's do it. So you know I'm an artist. You met me as an artist. I'm going to stay an artist. Yes. I met met you as a musical artist. Yes. I painted with my songs. Painted colors. And tapestries. Into the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Of all your... Yeah. This is a conversation that would have made me sick (laughs) at any age. Yeah. Um... But I think a lot about how many online videos, and this is like no hate or whatever to anyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone do whatever you want. Yes. Um, a, a lot of online videos have a similar uh, like format or whatever. There's a thing you could do. There's a way people like to ingest videos. Yes. And you could kind of work your magic within certain parameters, but there's like, you know, little rules set up and stuff like that. And it's very interesting, but I feel like 
online video used to be a lot more like uh, experimental. Maybe I'm just not looking at the right things. I'm just talking about like things that pop up on my Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. Um, but I like weird, wacky things that maybe, uh, I don't know, things that take you out of like your normal routine and make you smile or feel something or whatever. That's nice. Yeah. So we just had a, um, uh, obey shepherd fairy piece go up in our neighborhood too. And one got done over really quick. Yeah. I didn't even see it. You saw it. Yeah. Though. Um, and another one has stayed up cause it's a little more tucked away. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking like, obviously I was, crazy inspired by that exit through the gift shop. Mm-hmm. And I am not a street artist by any means because those people are, they have a fearlessness to them. Um, but I like making people laugh and I like the whole, what I said before about taking people out of the routine. Yes. And now, especially for pandemic times, there's so many people just wandering around the neighborhood. seems like people walk their dogs eight times as much as they normally would. And they just like to, you know, people need to get outside and they're doing that. Only so many places to go. So I feel like I've never seen so many people walking around a park or a neighborhood or whatever. Yes. So I'm going to start posting fake signs in my neighborhood for things. Yes. Just like if you took the time to read them, you would laugh. Yes. And that's it. They're just going to be there until they're gone. And then that's it. And I'm really excited about it. You, I was thinking about it last night before I fell asleep, uh, that you should make up, uh, an Instagram. That would be smart. Yeah. I'm, let me get a bunch of pictures of, let me do a bunch first. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll have, I'll do it like, here's the sign on the table. Here's the sign that's going up. And then you swipe and like, here's the sign in the wild. Nature. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) nature. I'll go put it in the middle of the woods. That would be so fucking funny. That would be, imagine hiking somewhere. (laughs) You see a fucking starting a band (laughs) in the middle of the woods. We need to get one of those. uh, Tag sale 600 miles away. (laughs) One of those staplers. Oh, the stapler. Yeah. Yeah. Staple it to like. um, A telephone pole. Man, Dude, that would be a good, like, you know how you would go to the principal's office or like a county fair or something like that, and they'd be like, guess the uh, the amount of jelly beans in a jar. Imagine guessing the amount of staples on a telephone pole. <laughs> and it's only the ones that you've added? No, there's so many. I just know, but years like, and years. The, the only count would be the ones for the poster that you guess how many. Never mind. I didn't like where you took it. Okay. I liked what I was Never (laughs) mind. Never mind. Zoe. Yes, Mike. You having a good time right now? I am. I'm having a great time. What was your, what was your favorite part of last week? Uh, Last week, what's today? Monday? Mm -hmm. So last week I decided to... You know, I'm also rethinking the way I, I do videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I love putting up the clips of this podcast, mm-hmm. but I also want to put up, um, you know, different unique things on my channel when I get inspired to do that. Uh-huh. What? Where are you going? I'm, I'm just going to grab my notebook. Where, where are you going to go? It's right there. I'm right okay. there. I'm still listening. I'm, do you want me to wait? No, I want you to keep talking. So, uh, 
I've just been thinking of things that I could fuck around with on my YouTube channel because it's kind of like a, you know, there's a, a group of content that you get on the regular. You get this podcast and Dynamic Panther. They come out every week, you know, Monday and Friday, you know it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I could take a little bit more liberty with some of the other things I try on YouTube. So I'm making this video that is um, just like the state of stand-up comedy through what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. And then I filmed a very little bit uh, pretty much every day for a week. And um, I've been putting that together a little bit. And last week was just very productive. It it went the way I had so many little outings that it felt like it wasn't the before time. Right. Like I could write something last weekend, try it on a Monday or Tuesday, and then by, you know, that Friday or Saturday, it would be like, it would either work or it was gone. Yeah. And so I did that. Yeah. And that was very nice. And I'm putting together the video and like, you know, part of me wanted that out on like Monday or Tuesday. And now I'm like, it'll be out when it's done. Right. And I can't wait to look at it and be like, oh, I should have done that here or should have done this here. I'm really looking forward to like, it's going to be a little stupid thing, but it's going to look and feel exactly the way I want it to. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that very much. Yeah. And I had some good shows. I'm in a good, like the eight or so minutes that I've been doing for the past two weeks is it feels very fun and it feels like that is what it is. And then it's on to like the next eight minutes. Yeah. It feels really nice. That is, that's, that's a good feeling. I had a, I had a moment where, you know, you know, reflecting back on, you know, stuff that, Reflecting back on the week, uh, at some point yesterday, cleaning out that closet, which felt really nice to actually do and get it all like, I mean, it's still not perfect, but it's much more organized and I like the way it kind of looks in there. Um, but I think my favorite thing was going out on a date with you on a day date. And it was just like, it was nice to feel like some type of normalcy. And we did a fun little thing while should we were I have up said at, that? at the, no. I'm feeling like maybe I should have said that. No, you didn't have to say that. Okay. But it's like, for me, I'm like, cause I do the same thing every day, you know, like I go into work, I do whatever on the weekends I clean, I do this with you, which is always fun. But like, you know. I'm doing a lot of stuff for the studio as of late. Like it's always, it's constantly like revolving around that. And it was really nice to just turn everything off Mm -hmm. and not answer a client, not answer uh, like a text message, not be, you know, Oh, we need to do this or, Oh, we need to do that. It was just me and you. So what advice would you give to people based on how that day made you feel? I mean, I guess in the back of your mind, you still realize that it's not 100% back to what it was, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know how soon that's going to happen. I give it two weeks. What, it going back to straight up quarantine or? No, no, no. The other way. You think think in two weeks it's going to just kind of all? Yeah, I remember in March they were like two weeks. So 
I think that I think we really buckle down. That's... And I think in two weeks we'll be free and clear. That's a really good idea. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I think that looking at it like that, I think is really great. I think mm-hmm. it's a great way to, to like look at that. Two weeks. Mark my words. Um, if I'm wrong, strike me dead. <laughs> I don't like that. I want to, I want to dial that back. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't do that. I need you around. I but, like that. Go ahead. But like it, you know, it, it felt nice even though there was still like some kind of like n- non-normalcy to it too, you know, like, it, but it was still just a nice refreshing thing to be able to do and spend time with you on like with no other like real agenda, mm-hmm. you know, and it was yeah. just us kind of like walking around and taking it all in and, you know, uh, I was a little bit sad that they had so many fires up there. There were some places that we go to that, that were gone, that burned down, whatever. Yeah. But, um, which I feel bad for whoever owned that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I think I, it was just nice. It was nice, normal yeah. things. It's very nice to get out, especially since it was like outdoor activity. Mm-hmm. It's good to just not see. We've all been inside so much this year, mm-hmm. and it's going to be winter. So you're going to be, especially depending on where you live, you're mm-hmm. going to be inside more. Mm-hmm. But it's nice just to get out and uh, and to see something that you're not used to work a different part of your brain. Yeah, and it it makes you feel different. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like you've developed a little bit more than mm-hmm. to just look at you know your fucking TV or your phone or right. yada yada. And it was awesome. Yeah. It's awesome to just go somewhere with you and not have a plan and be like, we'll fuck around a little bit at this part of the earth. Yeah. And then we'll go back to what we're used to. Right. And then if we get caught up in some kind of a fast food restaurant on the way back and there's a long line, then we'll like just a- go. Like taking naps in the car. Dude, I needed that. It you was did. very nice. Yeah, it was nice. I'm a morning person. So I need... I'm at the stage of my life where I need something in the middle of the day around two or three if I'm going to also stay up at night mm-hmm. to do comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so I needed that nap real nice mm-hmm. and it worked. Yeah. Also, I'll say, especially on Sundays, I've been getting up real early and trying to go outside as fast as I can before anybody else is up and it feels like there's, I forget that there's a pandemic. Yeah. So you don't need to see anybody. It's, new, it's just new. night, dude. I'll walk out and I'll just walk to the end of our street and back or like around the block mm-hmm. and like five thirty, six o'clock on Sunday, no one's up. Yeah. It just feels like everything is normal. And then people start to come out with their dogs and you start to see them like with their masks mm-hmm. and stuff and you're like, okay, I remember, but it's nice to just remind yourself of Go outside to a place where nobody is and right. just remember how it was yeah. <laughs> and remember that it's going to be like that again because yeah. we're not going to be in this shit forever. No. It's just a flu. I give it two weeks. But um, we're, it, you know, it's not going to be miserable forever. And think about how good it's going to feel when it's not miserable. Yeah. You're so used to it being miserable for so long. Anything that's not that is going to feel like, ooh, heaven is a place on earth. A place on earth. Can I talk about? Wait, speaking yes. of two weeks. Yeah, it's been. Uh, Josh uh, Wilkinson. 
uh, is our last and final uh, $100 sponsor for this month. For October. Thank yeah. you so much, Josh. And what does Josh want to do about And it? this week, he wants to promote a little place called Google.com. Oh, Google.com. I've heard, I've heard of it. By typing early voting free stuff and then your city... You can find a uh, you can find lists of local places offering free stuff for early voters. Oh shit! Okay, you got to really pick and choose what kind of free stuff you want. That sounds like because it's not like signing up for a credit card. You can't, you know, you get a bunch of towels, but you only get one. Are you telling me of something on my face? No, I had an itch. Do you know what I'm saying? No. If you can get free stuff for voting early, uh-huh. you really got to pick and choose. That's a one. Sh- you only get one shot. I don't think so. I think you go and to these local businesses, yeah, and let them know that you're a- an early voter and show them your sticker, and you get you get free shit. Oh, I pictured a different. Go ahead. Well, if you let me finish, I'm not done talking. Just this past weekend, I grabbed a free drink after voting with my cutie patootie, Carlin, who's going to be embarrassed by this message. Dude, ain't nothing better than getting free shit in front of your lady. Mm-hmm. She's like, who's this Don Juan DeMarcus? Just show your I voted sticker to the cashier and reap the rewards of being a grown up. Oh, and vote. All the cool cats are doing it. I didn't get shit. Hopefully, here's what I'll get from my vote. A little peace of mind. Well, you wrote on your I voted t- sticker. Yes, I did. What did and you write on it? I uh, I made I voted into came. Yeah. I think that's obvious. I think anyone could have yeah. guessed that. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. And I hope that you have a great day. You and your cutie patoots. Cute patoots. Do you have anything else that you wanted to say in particular? So can I talk about a comedy store hang that we had this week? Yeah. We're all in the back. Me, my friend, uh, Hormos, Quincy. Uh, there are a bunch of people there. Chinadu, one of the funniest, most good-looking people I've ever met in my entire life. Mm-hmm. He's not wrong. Um, and uh, my friend Omid gets up, and he's like, let's play Mafia. Because it's different now. You gotta, you can't just go there and hang out on the patio and walk around and, you know, shoot the shit. Converse with, a bunch with whoever of you different want. people. You kind of right. gotta go and you gotta find your table, right? And you gotta sit down. <clears throat> and then that just is what it is now. You got yeah. space. Yep. So we moved our chairs into a big circle. Mm-hmm. Played several games of mafia. And between the ball busting and the assumptions and the accusations. Mafia is Among Us IRL. Yeah. And uh, a lot of good ball busting. Yes. I was told halfway through one of these games that the fact that I've never done acid in my life is mind-blowing and hilarious. Because? I watched a friend of mine almost (laughs) fall off their chair because of the fact that I have never done acid before in my life. What did he say to you? He said, have you done acid before? Uh-huh. They, they said, no, no, no. They said, you've done acid before. Uh-huh. Very accusatory. Uh-huh. I said, no. And then he lost it. And then a bunch of people were like, what are you laughing at? And they said, look at this dude. And they said, he's never done 
that. Yeah. And a bunch of other people thought that was very funny as well. Yeah, but they said something along the lines of, I've never seen a dude that looks like he's done more acid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's never done it. Yeah. Or something along those lines. Yeah. That's and pretty I don't know funny. what that is about myself, but I really got to type. Hmm. I got to, I got to type. Yeah. Keep going. What are you looking up right now? What do you look like if you've done the most acid? <laughs> what does I do appreciate that. I found out that acid user. Oh God, you're going to get some fucking look like pics on that thing. Um, I learned that for an Italian person, I'm very bad at mafia. Dude, Mike was like, oh, Jesus Christ. I killed a lot of, I sent a lot of innocent people up the creek. Mike's like, I was real bad. And I'm like, how are you Italian and bad at mafia? Here's my strategy. I go for the first person to raise their voice. If I'm innocent and you're in the circle and you immediately come out accusing people. Right. That I saw you do that. Mm -hmm. You're get out of yeah. get out of here. Yeah. Why are you speaking up so hard so yeah. fast? And then that person is usually like, because I'm right. Yeah. And I'm like, too bad, you're already out. Get out of here. You've been voted off the Nina, the Pinta, and Santa yeah. Maria. <laughs> and uh get out of the Cadillac. Get out of the <laughs> get out of the town car, Lily. Yeah. And then we, you know, cement shoes that person. Uh-huh. And um it's always wrong. I was wrong so many times. I had to apologize. I had to reevaluate friendships after that. Yeah. I want to come play mafia with you guys. No. Okay. No girls. You said there were two girls playing. There were. I just tried to find a way to exclude you. No beautiful girls. I'm just kidding. Everybody was pretty good looking. That's part of it now. You got to be good looking to be funny. Did you know that? Yeah. That's why in uh, Vanity Fair called me Double Trouble or Variety. Variety Fair wrote an article about me called Double Trouble. And they're like, who's this guy making the jump from YouTube to the silver screen? He's Double Trouble. Double. Good, good looking. Looks like he's never touched a jar of acid in his life. No, you definitely look like a guy that's done acid. Why? What'd you find? I found somebody that looks like you, just blonde. I think if I was totally blonde... There would be no way to convince people that I haven't done acid. That would be so fucking weird if you were blonde. I used to be small blonde. You know what's interesting mm. is I got that blonde streak in my hair uh -huh. at one point. Uh -huh. And I liked it a lot. Yeah. A lot of people made fun of me for it. Yeah. But it's 2020, no judgment. Uh -huh. And I could do it right now if I wanted to because it's my life. It's now or never. Okay. And I'm not going to live forever. Right. And, but you wouldn't let me have it yeah. because you were like, that was stupid. We don't even know why we did that. Yeah. And now I have a gray streak mm -hmm. naturally mm -hmm. in my hair. Yes. And so. In the same spot. So eat a dick. Yeah. That's fine. That's all natural. Yeah. And it looks good on you, actually. I like the way you're graying. Yes. Yeah. You're going to like the way yes. you're graying. I'm very, um, <laughs> what's the, I'm very attractive. <clears throat> yes, you are. And, uh. It's like Variety Fair said, I'm double trouble. We do, don't we? Yeah. And so thank you so much for that. So hanging out at the comedy store was, I didn't get up this week, but I had a good time. Yeah, that's good. That's it's all that matters. It's kind of hit or miss because yeah. of how weird it is. But I kind of, I'm, I've been lucky enough 
to, I've just met so many cool, interesting people over the past six or seven years. Mm -hmm. So I can go back there and have, you know, when I first started going there, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any of this documentary series yet, but I guess a lot of people talk about how nerve wracking it is to go there. And it's hard to explain for people who are not, uh, just haven't been in a, environment like that Mm -hmm. but it is yeah and especially when everything was like crazy popping the past couple of years yeah and uh i've just met enough people and done enough shows with people around town and and elsewhere where i can go there and sit down and have like a pretty good conversation with anyone who's there I'm very yeah, fortunate. I mean, about that. that's because oh, you're a personable guy, though. You, hey, thanks so you're much. easy to talk to. You're, you know, you're understanding and you're a good listener. Mm. So that you're like, you're pretty great. Thank so, you. So I like listening to people. Mm-hmm. If you're not a good listener, do good listeners have better things to say back? Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I just cut you off. That's okay. Go ahead. You were taking a big inhale. That's okay. Because I listened to it. And I knew that you were breathing. Go ahead. I'm like a doctor. <laughs> you gotta stop doing that. But um, I used to be nervous socially here because I was like, "What if we? What if we run out of things to talk about?" Mm. And then, like, if you double down on listening and be like, "This person's just telling me a story," you're you're good to go. Yeah. Um, so it's, that's the tip is be interested in what the other person is well, saying. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I think that's fair. You know, if you're not interested in what somebody's saying, find a way a out. I know a lot of people just by how they act. Mm-hmm. And I have been like this as well, mm-hmm. where you're like, there's a hundred people here. I could be talking to any of these people. If you're saying something that's like, yeah. I'm going to be out. Yeah. I'm going to start looking for a way out. But then you become fucking eyes over the shoulder guy. Yeah. You just invest and you make a connection with this person. Give it a couple minutes. Yeah. Then if it's bad, pretend like you got to go to the bathroom or something like yeah. that. I got to, and every, this chair is poking me <laughs> weird. Bye. My asshole is puckering. But if you're talking to relatively, you know, not only funny people, you got a patio filled with funny people for the most part, you know? Yeah. Very interesting. Everyone comes from a different walk of life. Everyone's trying to get into this, you know, sacred place of comedy. You could find interesting conversation in that pool of people. Yeah. I feel like I, if I was to do what you do and have to like be out all the time and like really like, you know, I guess run in the circuit, if you will. Oh, well. Um, I don't, I don't know that I, I would, I don't know that I would last. You talk to people all the time. Yeah, but that's, it's different. It's a different, um, it's a different thing. I, I, it's not, you guys are, cause you guys are there to try and get up on stage, right? Mm-hmm. Where I feel like. I'm kind of already on the stage and people are just like coming yeah. in and sitting down. You know you what I mean? You don't have to work like, to work in your chair. Right. You already have your, you already have your spot in the building. Right. Yeah. So no, I get that. So like, but I mean, even getting like to that point wasn't, it's not easy. It's not an easy 
thing. Right. It's just a different process. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find yourself like, uh, you really, um, not, I'm not gonna say straining, but really putting a, a lot of effort into investing in what your clients have to say. Like if they're not that interesting, but you know, you're going to be there for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. What do, do you have any tricks to be like, how the fuck am I going to stay interested in what this person has to say? You just keep asking questions. Mm-hmm. Until it's interesting. Like, hey, say that story again, but make it interesting. <laughs> no, I think, you know, conversations change naturally into different things, you know? And I think it's just, uh, I think it's a, like an art to be, you know, a good conversationalist, uh-huh. right? And it kind of keep things going and you pull from your own experiences and whatever, but you just keep asking most of the time people like to hear their own voice for sure so you just keep asking them questions about themselves and that's what keeps the conversation going or things that make them people love to talk about things that make them really happy right like um i remember at vidcon a few years back on the lanyards they had like what's your passion or something mm-hmm which I could see turning into a very like corporate icebreaker lanyard to have. Yeah. What's my name? Dan. I work in accounting, but what's my passion? I brew my own beer. Yeah. Or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure Dan from accounting can talk about brewing his own beer for yeah. a year and a half. I make stick on mustaches. I was just. I wouldn't okay. have a conversation with that person for a million dollars. Yes. My you name would. is Dan. I live in accounting, but my passion. I live in accounting. I live in accounting. I'm at the I'm at the rock bottom right now. I live under my desk in accounting, and <laughs> in I my make. Cubicle. I just got divorced, and I make stick on mustaches, and that's my passion. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to put myself there and figure out how long I could hold a conversation with. So, what kind of adhesive do you use? So, Dan? tell me about adhesive, Dan, from accounting. You weirdo. That's pretty good. And he's he has a mustache, and the whole time you're like, mm, do, sus. You? "Do you?" Sus. What does he got there? You said? Hold on. This is what you said, dude. This is what you said. You weren't on the toilet. You were. I, think I, I forgot in that bed. I wrote. You were laying yeah. in bed. And from across the house, what happened? I have hair. How? I, I, How does the hair get into the microphone? Dude, because you're touching your hair, your head, you shed. Why are you blaming it on me? You keep your problems on your <laughs> okay. half of the circle. Okay. This morning, when you were getting out of bed, you said, my legs hurt. Oh, yeah. And I said, why do your legs hurt? Oh, yeah. And then I have all I heard next was the annoyed tone of voice and no real words. Because I had said it twice. Hang on a second. Yes. No. I can't wait to make my point. I can't wait to make my point. I feel like this table's not going to last because I feel like you're going to try to fucking suplex me through at some point. <laughs> but I can't wait. Go ahead. I said because I was sitting in weird positions cleaning out the closet last night. Stop it. That's not exactly what you said, but thank you for trying. That's what I said. You said because I was sitting working in, hard to clean out the closet yesterday. Something to that. I not was sitting, sitting in weird. weirs. I was sitting on that floor for most of the time. 
Yes. So I said I was sitting on the floor for long periods of time. It's wood. It's a hardwood floor. The word work was somewhere in there. Because I was working, I was sitting on the floor in a weird position, working to clean out the closet or sure. something like okay. that. And but the way you said it was, of course, this is why my legs are hurting. Yeah. Because I was sitting in a weird place working to clean out the closet yesterday is how you said it with your voice. That's the attitude that you said it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like. I'm a husband asking my wife why she like yelled out in pain. And you said, this is why I fucking yelled out in pain. I rather than that saying, I yelled out in pain. Dude, if you're like, you didn't yelp or anything like you were getting stabbed. <laughs> like somebody stepped on your toesies. But I was like, why am I in the kitchen? And why is my wife exclaiming? I don't know how you want me to tee it up. But just, why is my like, wife being louder about being hurt right you weren't, now? You were right there. I was somewhere else. Yeah. And you okay. were like, I'm in pain. Yeah. So my first instinct is, what can I do to stop it? Yeah. What can I do to help you? Good and you husband. were like, because I was working is why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. Dude, there's a lot of nuance to... This is such a basic bitch thing to say. There's a lot of nuance to interpersonal relationship Mm -hmm. because there's like, you did this, I did this. And then you could pick a side Mm -hmm. and be like, you're not even listening to you. Then you can pick a side. I was looking for a friend. You could pick a side and be like, you're the this person in this relationship and you're the this person in the relationship. But then you could skim off a layer and be like, that's why that person answered like this and that's why that person answered like this. Yeah. And that's... So what am I in the relationship? I don't know. I can't... That's why I'm saying like on the internet and shit, Mm -hmm. you do this so you're either good person or bad person. I'm always the bad person. But it's problematic to be like good or bad and that's it. Yeah. There are underlying reasons for things and there are layers to things. Yeah. It's just interesting. There's always something else. I think the bottom line is like we never know enough to make a judgment on a person based on one or two things. That's true. Although some people do it anyway. Can I ask you a quick question? Yes. Maybe we'll do... One or two questions. Sure. Did you have anything to add to that? Just that there's a lot of people that are just. No. Judgmental. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of like a good name that would go with that, but. uh, Like a name, like a real person name, like a judgmental person's name. Yeah. A judgmental Jessica. We got really. Judgy Jesse's out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> uh, do you remember, uh, did you like chew on your pens and pencils as a kid? Yeah. You chew on pens? Pens. I used to chew pen on caps. pens a lot. Yeah. yeah. Bick. Yeah. And I always used to hear about ink poisoning. Remember that? Well, I didn't chew on the ink part. I would only... Dude, I've seen so many people chewing like on their pens and it just like exploding all over their mouth. But do you remember a grown up telling you not to chew on your pen because you'll get ink poisoning? Yeah. 
I remember, I obviously have a lot of tattoos now, Mm -hmm. but in my teenage years, I remember thinking, okay, if ink poisoning is real, then why would anyone in their right mind get ink injected into their Mm -hmm. bodies? So was, I guess my question is, is ink poisoning real or just something that grownups told us so that we wouldn't explode our pens on our mouths? I'm sure it's real. I'm sure that there's some realness to it. So what's the difference? Like if I drank tattoo ink? I guess so. Maybe. I mean. Tattoo ink is where Luke Skywalker was from. Um, Am I gonna. Like if. I remember. Fuck. Giving myself like a tattoo by sticking a, le- a needle in ink. And putting it in my arm. Like a little idiot. Did you do that? Yeah. For real? Yeah. That's dumb. But I wanted a tattoo. I thought they were cool. And I was the only child, so I get bored a lot. Will ink poisoning kill you? When most people think of ink poisoning, they imagine... Chewing on a big pen. Someone swallowing ink from a pen. (laughs) Dude, I would love to find out that this was like just something that grown-ups said. If you consume ink, for instance, by chewing on the end of a pen and getting ink in your mouth, you don't need to be overly concerned. (laughs) According to a publication by the World Health Organization. The same people that tell us, you know, all about coronavirus. Yep. Uh, Ballpoint pens, felt pens, felt tip pens, and fountain pens could contain so little ink that there is not enough to cause poisoning if it is sucked from a pen. (laughs) You will have to drink exactly 4,500 pens. (laughs) <laughs> some get... inks may cause soreness in the mouth large amounts uh of ink swallowed from a bottle could be irritant but serious poisoning has not been reported that's great that's great what a great um shitty bad kid MythBusters episode this was the who world health organization suggests drinking water if you swallowed ink and uh and indicates that there's no need to do anything else. Could you do graffiti with your dick if you swallow a lot of ink? Maybe. Ink poisoning symptoms. That's the kind of shit the grown-ups don't want you to know. Ink from pens, markers, highlighters, etc. is considered minimally toxic and in such a small quantity that it's commonly not a poisoning concern. I think that grown-ups could have just told us that chewing out our pens was gross. Don't do that. It's gross. You haven't washed your hands in a month and a half. And now you're chewing on what you have your hand around at all times. That's way scarier than like, hey, man, you're going to get ink poisoning. Just be like, you're going to get fucking hepatitis. Yeah. Uh, Symptoms are typically stained skin or tongue. (laughs) Although likely mild stomach upset. Mm -hmm. Because of the amount of ink. Because of the amount of ink. In printer cartridges and stain pads. <laughs> seek printer med- cartridges. Seek medical attention if the ink from one of these sources has been consumed. You remember Danny in school? He was used to suck on the ink cartridges, the printer ink cartridges. Ink poisoning does not occur draw- uh, from drawing on your skin. Ink may temporarily stain or uh, may stain your skin, but it will not poison you. I remember girls used to draw on my arms and like write things on my arms. And my mom and dad would be like, don't let them do that to you. Mm-hmm. Don't let these girls. Unlike I just, skin. I was so psyched that girls were paying attention to me. Like, let me do that cool S on your arm. 
Let me do that pointy ass real quick. It's for Steve. I really like Steve. <laughs> girls, <laughs> girls writing. I love Steve. <laughs> Fuck, man. Unlike skin, eye irritation from ink is co- is a common problem. Mm. If you believe you got ink in your eye, you probably try, did. <laughs> try rinsing the irritated eye with cool water until the discomfort is gone. Try putting an eraser in your eye. Although the white part of your eye may be stained temporarily, ink in your eye is unlikely to cause permanent or long-term complications. Ink in your eye is like if you make a little mistake in front of people. Like, I really got ink in my eye on that one. Ink in your eye is my favorite 90s band. <laughs> if ink, the irritation... Ink in your park. <laughs> <laughs> Crawling in your eye. <laughs> we like to have fun here, don't Soaking we? Soaking in my skin. <laughs> If the irritation continues or if you have a blurred vision, go see a doctor. There we go. That's all I'm reading. Fuck. It man. goes into poisoning and tattoos, but I'm not I'm not getting in there. So there is a way to get poisoned by ink. But it's not the way our parents told us to get us to stop sucking on pens. According to a 2015 <sighs> poll of 2,225 U.S. adults... 29% of Americans have at least one tattoo, and those people are 69% to have two or more. 69, nice. Of those, <laughs> yeah. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration indicates that when getting a tattoo, while you should be on the lookout for unhygienic practice practices and equipment that hasn't been sterilized. Yeah, but that is an ink poisoning. That's like... Ink should also be a concern. Dirty needles. Yes. Tattoo, I, uh, uh, also don't fuck an octopus. Don't do it. Or a squid. Tattoo ink or dye that's contaminated with mold or bacteria can result in infections. Ilk. That just turned my stomach a little bit. Yeah. Tattoo ink is considered to be a cosmetic product by the FDA. There are no pigments, ingredients that add color. If you didn't know what pigments were. (laughs) This little pigment went to market. For injection into the skin or for cosmetic purposes that have the FDA approval. No pigments mm-hmm. have FDA approval? No. So tattoos are not approved by the FDA? There are no pigments for injection into the skin for cosmetic purposes that have FDA approval. I guess that's what that means. Interesting. According to the Mayo Clinic, the the pigments most likely to cause allergic uh, skin reactions are red, yellow, green, and blue. Interesting. An aggressive infection could have symptoms such as high fever, sweats, chills, and shakes. Aggressive infection is when you see a baby and you want to bite their head off? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Zoe. Mike. um, Do we want to take a question or two? Sure. Where should I start? questions on the docket? Start okay. wherever there's a question that we haven't answered, and All we'll right. go from there. Lexi Toast says. Hi, Lexi. Oh, these are from the Discord, right? Yeah. I'd like to remind you that if you feel like supporting the show on Patreon, not only could you get your name read out on the show, that we'll do in a wee bit. It's been a staple of the show since the beginning, the shout-out portion of the show. But you could also uh, very easily answer us, ask us any question if you ever wanted to ask, uh, if you're not part of the Discord and you'd like to do that, you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at WelcomePod. 
and or on Instagram at the longest Instagram handle ever. But it's Welcome to Our Podcast. She asks, what is the random what is the random song that pops in your head with zero context or reason? Mine is Let's Get Loud or Confessions. Dude, that's pretty Those good. Those are fucking good as songs to get in your Is Let's Get Loud, Jennifer? Yeah. Dude! Let's get loud. Let's I... get loud. No. Um These are my I had a Jennifer Lopez song pop into my head for no reason. And I was like, what did somebody like tweet about the song or something? And it was waiting for tonight. That's a good one to get. And I think that there, as far as Jennifer Lopez songs go, there's no more relatable dance hit than waiting for tonight. Yeah. Cause like, let's say it's fucking it's Thursday and you're, you're maybe it's two o'clock in the afternoon with your work buddies. And you're like, fuck it's thirsty Thursday down at the Sky Lounge bar and grill. Dude, what do you have another one? No, that was it. I just thought that everyone could relate to the waiting for tonight premise. That's when the fun happens. I get a lot of like uh Mary J, what's the 411? Mary J Blige. You're you love Mary J Blige. I do. I like it. Um Kiss from a Rose pops into my head at all times. November Rain. That That's, used to be my favorite, favorite song. What a when chore I was like, to have that playing in your head. It's always like the, the musical part. Square. Yeah. Slash those magic fingies. Mm-hmm. Got my heart set on you by George Harrison. Dude. <laughs> Ian J asks, "What's the oldest car?" Phil Collins too gets stuck in my head sometimes. Phil Collins, he's a good one for like. That's a good earworm yeah. guy. Earworm Jim. Uh, Ian J asks, what is the oldest car you've ever owned and what was its mileage? My roommate was horrified when I told her my 1999 Toyota just passed 268,000 miles. That's what they do, dude. 200,000. What is it? <laughs> 268,000. Dude, that's great. Toy- I had a 92 Toyota Corolla. That got way above 200,000 miles. And the guy at the... It wasn't even in bad shape when we sent it back. It was maybe on going out, yeah. but uh, it had a, a little while left. And they're like, yeah, man, that Toyota fucking engine, that Corolla engine will just last forever. Yeah. Same thing with the Matrix. Mm-hmm. That wasn't old, but it got crazy mileage. But 92 or 3 Toyota Corolla was the oldest car that I ever had. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, uh, my first car was like a 97, maybe it was a Corolla. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably at 150,000 miles, uh, my ex, uh, shot one of the pistons through the engine because I used to have to put oil in it most days. Yeah. Most days. Mm-hmm. That's a car. That that's was my fault. Great. I fucked it up. I fucked up. You are not great to your cars like uh insides 
Um, I am much better now. And yes, I am. You still do. Dude, I would love a third opinion on this or second opinion. Okay. Because you still do the thing where you're rolling backwards and then you shift into drive without braking first. And I think without knowing too much about cars that that is terrible for the transmission. Okay. I'm trying to be better about it. But you're, with all due respect, no, you won't because I told you about that eight years ago. Okay. And every year since then. Okay. I would love somebody who's good with cars, vroom, vroom, make them go, to tell me whether or not that is terrible for your transmission. It probably is. You're you prob- do it you're every not, day. Yeah, I know. I used to be much, much worse. At least I, like, well, I, I stay on top of like... you have a new, beautiful car. You're a beautiful car. Don't do that. The horniest so, thing about a car, in my opinion, uh, is when somebody's like, that will last you forever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to worry about like going fast or mm-hmm. like looking great. Every car kind of looks cool now right. because it's fucking 2020, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but if a car is going to like not break down on me when I'm driving across the country, that is like, that's my shit. Yeah. That's but, fair. you know, because of that, I try to be like real careful with it. And keep up on oil changes, which I know you do. You're very good at that part of yeah. it. But rocketing your your fucking shit into hyperdrive forward when you're already going 10 miles an hour backwards is probably... I'm literally going to think about it. I don't do it at 10 miles an hour. That's crazy. It is crazy. The oldest car, though, one of my clients gave my sister in 1989 Subaru Impreza. Is that a truck? No, no it's like a it was a hatchback tight and it had already had like over one hundred fifty thousand miles on it when he gave it to me yuck and it was in <laughs> mint condition literally there was nothing wrong with it uh-huh. that bitch drove it for like six or seven years and by the end i think it had over three hundred fifty thousand miles on it super is another one of those yeah cars, man. yeah 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 oh wow is that it? Um, yeah, that's it for now. All right. Uh, again, if you want to be a supporter of the show, not only do we have fucking awesome smirch uh, and awesome t-shirts. I don't even know if we have any of the Halloween only hoodies, but we got that wet bench t-shirt. We have a um, the Snickers logo podcast t-shirt. Mm-hmm. We got that fucking uh, Tankiana Tank Tana. We got that tank designed by Tatana. Tatana, yeah. And that's all at WTOP.clothing. Mm-hmm. And if you want to uh, invest in the show more long time, you can fucking be a Patreon dude. You can jump into that Discord where everybody hangs out every day. Every day, every sharing day. art, playing games, doing things, making memes. And uh, thanks for the memes. Uh, and part of the $10 group also. So every member of the Patreon gets uh, access to the discord as well as full edited videos of the podcast by drone by drake mcintosh drone cameraman and uh uh they also ten dollar group gets their name read on the podcast the shadow group sounds a little something like this uh axel burke axel burke uh gabe erdhart I always say it wrong, and I'm so sorry. Mariah Douglas, uh, Anthony Charnu, Chili Filson, Lil Kiwi Miggy, Mike Falzone. Well, 
Gavin Welch, Crossed Up, Yuck Nasty, Emily Buck, Tomato Squeezer, Jackie Hem, Cassidy Ford, The Guy with Long Hair, Jamie Blair, Click 10, Drew P. Wiener, Andrew Vanderhelm, Chris, oops, just Bob, uh, Boo Berries, Sarah, uh, Soraya Mack, Bobster Jazz, Will Nye, the Discord Lawyer Guy, Ankles Broken, Jason Perryman, Benjamin Putz, Marcus Oreo, uh, Ghost Justin Crockett, Matthew Creason, Lexi Parlier, Marquise Cruz, Mike Falzone, and also Josh as Mike Falzone, Shiggity Diggity 12, Shaylin O'Mara, Laura M. Suarez, Ryan Ashbrook, Corey Griffiths, Riley Dunn, Frederick and Brethson, Taylor, Christina Camille, Nils Nyquist, Belinda Allen, Erwin Javier, Katie H, Alyssa Moreno, uh, Claire Ochevsky, Mr. Feeney, uh, Pinhead Leary, Josh Steppen, Maya Melvick, Sydney Trombetta, Josh, uh, Joseph Dilcox, Micah Espritu, Kyla Johnson, Kayla Johnson. Why do I do that every fucking time? <laughs> Moist. Mike Falzone, Aubrey Ferreira. <laughs> Snake Wrinkles. Faith Borga. Grant Levisure, Mike Falzone. <laughs> Kendall Marie, Joe Finney, Ashley, Heather Ashley. What is Cat? Bailey and Garrett, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Luke Bodine, Katie Taylor, Mike Falzone, Kate Farrow, Gabrielle Silco, Alice May Mulvaney, Shane Walsh, Jacob Alves, uh, Siobhan Fenty, Evan Canoe. Good Humans Pod, uh, Michael Beans, Antlier, Michael Beans, Jess Enright, uh, Lillian Carrillo, Lou Drake, Lou Drake, uh, Hannah McCurry, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Hannah Warman, Benjamin Spooks, That's Chelsea a good Thomas, yeah. Uh, Gary Parsons, Bryden Cloughsmith, uh, Logan Snyder, Emily Borky, Jacob D. Bradford, Mike Falzone, Chris Robinson, Chris, uh, Kristen Kane, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Wandering G. Bear, uh, Helen Ford, uh, Superfloss, Mike Ganana Falzone. Ganana. Danielle G. Verona, uh, John Robinson, Katie A., Valerie York, Scott Harrington, Full Size Snickers, Katie Lee G., oh. Rob DeVitt, Patrick Leonard Sajak, Nestor DeLeon III, Dara McGrath, Mike Falzone, Troy R., Felicia Shambari, and last but not least, Mike Falzone. I don't know if I missed something on the on the Discord, but I don't know why there were so many Mike Falzones. Do you think maybe it could be birthday related? I don't know. We're going to find out today in uh, the after show uh, chat in the Discord. So Yeah. Dude, do you, do guys- you imagine this is the first episode of this podcast you listen to? 
And, and we're like, hey, if you want to support the podcast, you could join the Patreon and get your name read on the podcast. And it's and only Mike Falzone. Half the names are me. You guys, thank you so much. Don't forget um, all of the links for anything Mike Falzone and the podcast are always linked in the description. Um, and I can't wait to see you guys next week. And I hope you all have a great week. I love you and talk to you soon.